Hello and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. So glad to have you join me today as we continue to journey devotionally through the New Testament. And today we are in John chapter 12. I'm actually want us to turn to the, to the very end of John chapter 12. You know, up to this point, there's been a lot of conflict between Jesus and the religious leaders. That Jesus has now had his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And, uh, and at the end of John chapter 12, Jesus, he I think just in a, a magnificent way, he proclaims the reality about who he is, who he is for us, who he is in relationship to the Father, and his role even as Savior and the necessity to believe his words, um, in particular, the necessity to believe his words because his words serve as a judge over us. And so let's uh, let's turn to the end of John chapter 12, verses 44 through 50. I'm, I'm gonna read this. I might pause as we read through it and and kind of help us think through it along the way. Here's, here's what we have, verse 44. And Jesus cried out and said, whoever believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. Uh, just stop right there, right, right now. What is Jesus saying? He's saying faith in Jesus is actually faith in Yahweh, faith in the one true God, the Father God who has sent Jesus. Verse 45, and whoever sees me sees him who sent me. When we look at Christ, we see the Father. I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Jesus, he is a light bringer. He is the light bearer. He is, we've heard this before, he is the light of the world. This is his, his proclamation. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. Now this is this is amazing. This is almost tricky a little bit, right? It says, if if you hear his words and do not do them, Jesus, he, his role in that moment was not to judge them. He, he's not saying, oh, you're not listening to my words. I'm going to come and judge you right now. He says, that's not his purpose. His purpose is to save the world. His purpose, he, the end of John chapter 12, Jesus is leaning in toward the cross. His mind, his focus is shifting from all of these signs revealing who he is to now the glory that awaits him, which is a glory of the cross. Now let's continue. It says, the one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. Who is that person's judge? The words that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. Look, time out. Everything Jesus says, everything Jesus speaks, it is from the commandment of the Father, the Father has instructed Jesus in everything Jesus says. It is in fulfillment of the Heavenly Father's instructions. This, this is what Jesus is teaching here. Verse 50, And I know that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. When you hear Jesus, you hear the Father. When you see Jesus, you, you see the Father. When Jesus speaks, it is the Father who is speaking. And when we, when we receive Jesus' words, we receive the words of the Father. And when we deny Jesus' words, we deny the words of the Father. And those words themselves 
stand against us on the last day as our judge. We no longer even need Jesus to stand as our judge, to have God the Father stand as our judge because we have heard his words and we have rejected them. So now those words will stand as our judge. Now this is all in the context of Jesus. He is he is crying out. He's crying out proclaiming that he has come not to bring judgment to but to bring salvation. Let me ask you as you think about the words of Christ in your life. Let me ask you as you think about the words of the scripture. I mean we we have the, the scripture right here, the entirety of the word of God. As you think about this, when you listen to these words, when you read these words, when someone preaches these words, what is your posture toward them? It is, it is a posture of, oh, I don't want the word of God. I don't want to hear the word of God. The word of God makes me cringe. It makes me feel condemned. It makes me feel worried. I, I, I want to push those words away. I, I don't want them near my heart. I want them far away from me. Is that your approach? Listen, if that's your approach, you're missing the point. The words of Christ, Christ who is the word, they are words that lead us to salvation. Even these passages of Scripture that would condemn us, what they really end up doing is we see our need, we see our failure, and we are, we are aimed at the Savior who, who brings us hope because he's died to pay the price for our sins, because he's lived a perfect life on our, our behalf, and we've been credited with his righteousness, these words, these words ultimately lead to Jesus, and so they ultimately lead to life. This is the hope we have in Christ. This is Jesus' great uh, cry as he cries out. He says, I'm not here to judge. I am here to save. And this calls us then to, to believe his words, to listen to his words, to long for his words, to desire his words. Psalm 1, my mind goes there, says, Blessed is the one who delights in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Are you able to delight in the law of the Lord? Are you able to meditate on the, the word of the Lord day and night? See, brother or sister in Christ, if you're listening to this, I want you to, I want you to maybe take off the, the clouded glasses that you're wearing that are foggy and that are negative toward the word of the Lord. I want you to take those off and instead I want you to see with clear eyes the words of the scripture, the words of Christ are true, pure words. And when we accept them and when we believe them, they lead us to salvation. And not only that, they lead us to, to, to true life. They lead us to a life that we live as it's been designed by the Heavenly Father. This is the hope we have in Christ. And this is our ancient way for our modern day. As we, as we come to the end of the book of signs, John's uh, book, John's gospel up to the first 12 chapters, he, he has been performing these signs, revealing who he is, and now we're going to switch over and, and we're going to start to, to head down this path toward the cross. Jesus has entered into Jerusalem. But as we, as we land here, this is where we land, recognizing that the glory and the beauty of the joy that we have in Jesus' words.